0: Y'all hurt?
1: One, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Y'all, Y'all hurt, Heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips,
0: and me, Pete Phillips,
1: are not related.
0: And this is a show where one of your hosts is sick and the other one is sick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, nice. Did you prepare that earlier today?
0: no no I didn't at all
1: <laughs> pretty good also, uh, in other words,
0: I just happen to have a guitar on me
1: <laughs> I, like that. I like that in other words you tell you things you didn't know you needed to know doesn't Pete sound like someone who like either smoked a pack of cigarettes or or a woman trying to sound seductive
0: this, is my, this is my Tara Reid impression
1: yeah, I like it. I think it's pretty good. Or, no, I think that's like your Selena Gomez expression. <laughs> Isn't her voice fucking weird?
0: Her, you know, like, I don't know if it's deep and sultry, but it is real weird.
1: Like, because she doesn't look like she'd have a voice like that. Guys, if you have not heard Selena Gomez talk,
0: watch that Hulu Golden. show.
1: Yeah, uh, Only Murders in the Building.
0: Because you're watching it and called. you're like, this is pretty fun. What the hell?
1: she sounds like yeah like she smoked a carton and it's bizarre she probably has
0: life is hard how are you I'm great (laughs) shut up I'm sick and I'm sick of being sick no we're recording on a Monday guys I already feel this way and it's Monday and that is because I am sick and I know that I don't want to bring the whole world down with me, but I took a half a day on Friday because I was starting to feel like unbearably sick, mm-hmm. and then my lovely coworker decided to take off on Monday.
1: Oh, so, so
0: I had to work today, and uh, and I'm sick. Did wait, I mention I'm is sick?
1: Why does her time off trump your time off?
0: Because she's a tool. I don't know.
1: I <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Oh, here's here's the fun part. Hope she doesn't listen. But <laughs> it'd be weird if at this point she came up and told me because of this. But uh it's because her heat's broken. But her heat's been broken since the start of winter. <clears throat> um but today she wanted to quote unquote prepare her house for the heating guy to come. But she doesn't have an appointment with the heating guy yet. <laughs> also, what
1: does prepare your house mean?
0: I don't know, hide all the meth equipment. <laughs>
1: I don't understand that. Also, what kind of time off do you take? Vacation time or sick time? I don't know. That's fascinating. Okay.
0: How about you, Marissa? Marissa Um,
1: Hey,
0: you wanna know what uh you know what I did? What? I saw the Oreo gingerbread house. Yeah? And I didn't get it. Well But then I saw a smaller Oreo gingerbread house. And I got that.
1: Yay! We want pictures when you're done. Me by me, I mean we and me in the podcast.
0: The podcast community still supporting me. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Have y'all heard.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't think I'm making a gingerbread house this year. I did make a little diorama in a bell jar of a Christmas scene. Um,
0: yeah. Gotta, loves yeah. those little fuckers.
1: I was. I was. I mean, it wasn't, like, perfect, but I was pretty proud of it, guys. And I texted it to Pete, and he just says nothing.
0: Yeah, I said nothing. Because <laughs> I thought she just bought it. <laughs> it it was
1: that good! <laughs> but, yeah, then later on, he realized I didn't buy it, and he commented. Um... Uh, I feel like that's what I say, now and I don't remember, so it's not important. So should we just go to <laughs> an icebreaker?
0: Well, we could do that, or we could hear from Alex. We've got great fans, and sometimes they call to remind us.
2: Let's do it.
0: Alex, our first non-Michael Patreon contributor.
2: Yay! Okay, so I recently heard the episode about Hallmark Christmas movies, and I wanted to pitch a Hallmark movie that maybe Pete and Marissa, and anyone else who's interested, uh, we could all collaborate and maybe get $10,000. So this movie would be called The Christmas Wish. Kate is a PR executive working at an ag tech company in Chicago, Illinois. She goes home for Christmas to Snowball, Minnesota, where she catches the eye of Philip, the town's gingerbread baker. Then, all of a sudden, they are surrounded by hundreds of Aztecs and Hittites because a precocious Presbyterian child somewhere was given the opportunity to wish for anybody that he liked, living or dead, to be present for Christmas and wish that all human beings would come back to life.
0: I like this because he's he's been inspired by your uh, <laughs> icebreaker of last week.
2: This is uh, interesting. There were like a hundred humans, hundred billion humans who have lived before us, and so now the earth is taxed with a hundred and eight billion human beings. Now, ordinarily, this would lead to mass starvation and resource wars, but instead because this is a Hallmark movie and we're going to feel good about ourselves, history's greatest scientists and engineers work together to solve problems that we face, like by building arcologies or launching human beings to live in space in O'Neill cylinders. Now, Kate winds up becoming a millionaire because her company sells uh, hydroponic farms that grow beans in massive quantities that would be needed to sustain humanity in this scenario. But she's not sure if she wants to settle in Snowball, Minnesota. Fortunately, the historical... St. Nicholas and Charles Dickens are able to share some Christmas wisdom with her and she, at the end of the movie, is able to share a chaste kiss with Philip at a gazebo. Alright, thanks for the show. Bye.
1: <laughs> wow, well, it did not go in the direction I thought at first. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Had you heard that before?
0: No, I did not.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Are we? Are you going to write it without?
0: I, the thing I think about first, whenever I think about because I have before. Everybody who's dead coming back to life. Like, they talk about it in church, so. <laughs> yeah. It's not completely out of the realm of my thoughts, but um, I just think of, like, having to stand too close to somebody.
1: <laughs> okay. That's all you think about?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you would.
1: <laughs> well, I will tell you this, Alex. I saw, well, okay. Is it a Hallmark movie? Wait, now I need to fact check myself. No, it was a Lifetime movie. Okay. Anyway, yesterday I watched a Lifetime Christmas movie with Melissa Joan Hart and that guy from Nine Hundred Two and Zero. Uh, Jason not
0: Priestley. Died.
1: Yes. And there was literally no conflict at all. And I was like, "But aren't they supposed to hate each other at first? But they just like each other from the beginning." And I was like, "What the fuck? This goes nowhere." <laughs> So my point is Alex, thank you for giving us something you could really sink your teeth into as opposed to Dear Christmas where Melissa Joan Hart is, has a world renowned podcast and she falls in love with Mr. Christmas anyway.
0: Um <clears throat> Marissa, I I did I sent you one, right? About like it was a sci-fi channel movie that was supposed to be like a Christmas movie.
1: Did you when?
0: I thought I did. But oh it's a it's a sci fi mo- original movie. I think this is the one. I you know like I just absorb a lot of plots sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a sci fi original movie, and I feel like it was something. It, it it was as simple as a typo, but basically like instead of a kid writing to Santa Claus, he, he's right. like Santa. I well, wish I- you would come into my class. So. He types in I, or he writes in. I wish Satan would come to my yeah! my town, right. <laughs> and then. The whole town like just that's all they know him for because Satan came to town (laughs) and
1: that's funny (laughs)
0: um, and then I saw another one that was um, on a movie network that I I swear is called OLM but I'm having trouble finding it right now Um, and I realize that this does sound like it's not what it stands for but oh maybe it's OML maybe that's why I can't find it but it's uh, one more lesbian entertainment or something and uh, it's it's called Christmas on the Ranch, and uh, it's it's a one hundred percent lesbian love story about oh. two women falling in love over Christmas uh, at a ranch.
1: I try to watch Single All the Way, uh, which has two uh, two men love story, and what's her face is in it? Um, who that lady with gigantic boobs? And she <laughs> was on American Pie and wrote <laughs> like, it. Okay, on, is it, is a weird boy. No, no. <laughs>
0: and um, then, and then what?
1: No, it's just important that we know who this lady is. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that a lady? Anyway, my point is that it was just so boring. I had to stop.
0: Did you watch Love Hard?
1: Yes, I had to. Oh, we didn't talk about this. No, we were at a whole event with my Asian boyfriend that. My Asian boyfriend wanted to see how uh, a love story with an Asian man, how, you know, they portrayed the Asian man. He said, I mean, I I loved it. And also...
0: I was watching and I was like, I bet Marissa would love this. And then I was listening to a podcast later where they were talking about it and I was like, oh, I hope Aaron's okay. (laughs) So Aaron said,
1: honestly, like, this is progress compared to what we already have. Mm -hmm. But it's unfortunate there are some very unfortunate things in it that still harken back to stereotypes and whatnot. But he said like, he, he wasn't like, this is horrible. He was like, this is, I'm impressed. They kissed at the end. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The uh, okay. podcast that I was listening to is a new one called Parasocial. And, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, they were talking about how even at the end of the movie, she didn't see the guy as like a sexual partner but she, like, learned to love him for his personality and stuff, but, like, he was still not, like, he didn't, he wasn't sexualized in any way. And I guess they thought that yeah. was essential.
1: <laughs> that's so pretty close to what to what Aaron said, actually. Um,
0: but what did Aaron yeah. think of the brother?
1: Yeah, I think that's a, that's a thing. I, I don't recall if we discussed the brother, because I guess the brother, the brother is supposed to be, like, a hot dude, isn't he? Yeah. So... Yeah, I, mean, I don't
0: know. I mean, it's, I think so.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I think the brother is supposed to, Yeah, so I guess that that's interesting, because there are two parts. Yeah, because the brother kind of is the ideal, I think. And, like, the brother, like, is, like, skilled and slim and fit, and he's, like, really cares. Well, he's not charismatic, but he's, like, supposed to be, like... I don't know. There's a lot to unpack there, and I guess I didn't... I didn't delve too deep, because I didn't want every movie with an Asian man to, like have to become this this big think piece between me and my boyfriend but but also i mean i found the guy in love hard really hot and i would bang him if i was oh, not a yeah
0: and then when she was listing his like positive attributes she was talking about like his personality and his eyes and his teeth <laughs> they were like i mean on yeah, this in these- this podcast they were kind of like you don't, like, walk up to a lady and be like, hey, nice teeth. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. eyes. though, I give credit. I was like, I wouldn't even give her that. But, yeah. Guys, there are not very good romantic between Asian and other races out there. So, uh, I was telling someone the other day about how when I was with my boyfriend in Chinatown, an older man was staring at us so hard. That he then turned and started walking backwards just so he could keep staring at us. But that's neither (sighs) here (laughs) nor there. Let's do an icebreaker before I get to that. (laughs) Icebreaker. Pete, I'm sure I've done this before, but things can change with time. It doesn't have to be classic, it could just be what you like right now. Currently, what is your favorite Christmas movie?
0: I haven't seen, uh, uh, Christmas vacation yet this year. I like that. It's fun to watch. It's fun yeah. to see that Chevy, Chevy Chase was funny once. Um, I, know.
1: I just saw it. <laughs> I love it.
0: Trying to think of other Christmas movies I like. Oh, I know, I know before in, in one of the cases I talked about, uh, the movie Millions. I like that. I think that's a fun Christmas movie, even though some people might say it's not a Christmas movie, but it takes place at Christmas. I've never seen that. Which was another thing that we really didn't need in Love Heart.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's kind of where I'm at right now.
1: Christmas Vacation is a classic that I watch every year. But I would say from old movies, it's definitely still Trading Places or Spaces. Places? Spaces?
0: <laughs> Wait. What's the movie about?
1: With Eddie Murphy? And the stock market? Oh, Trading Places. You know that movie, right?
0: What was I thinking about?
1: Well, yeah, it's when, uh, basically, like, uh, what's his face? Uh, fuck, I'm, like, 50, no, that's too young, I'm, like, 87, but I keep being, like, who's that person who, like, has a face? Oh, yeah, Dan Aykroyd is this very wealthy, uh, stockbroker, and Eddie Murphy is a homeless man. And basically, I was thinking of
0: vice versa. No, I don't
1: know what with that is.
0: Judd Nelson and Fred Savage.
1: Oh, I do love a Judd Nelson. Uh, well, basically, they they uh, they're not happy with the way Dan and Mark- Dan Aykroyd is acting because he's like try He almost like Wait, caught people. I'm sorry, it's what? Judge
0: Reinhold. Oh, I don't
1: want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Dan Aykroyd is on the verge of like outing some people, doing some shady shit in his uh, stock <laughs> stock place, and uh, to put him in his place, they connect him and somehow like change things where the homeless man gets his life and he gets the homeless man's life. It's very funny, but anyway, uh, I really like Happiest Season with Kristen Stewart. I watched it again this year. It's with the it's a lesbian romance. And uh it's a comfortable movie that I can watch over and over again, the way Dan in Real Life used to be the movie I saw every day. <laughs> Which reminds me, I haven't seen Dan in Real Life in years. <laughs> this isn't interesting anymore. Let's just go to your topic.
0: <laughs> it's oml.tv, curators of the world's finest LGBTQ plus film, television, and video okay. content on one site. Okay.
1: If they don't have the L word, that's debatable.
0: They might. The L word, that's an ensemble cast, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Huh. You know what else you could do with an ensemble? No. You could do some Christmas caroling. Okay. Marissa, you shared your ideal Christmas with us uh, last episode, which contained La Paranda.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: Thank you. Um, but that's not the only way that people socialize and sing at Christmas. So I'm going to use the catch all phrase of caroling to title the show. That's caroling with one L. Will there be one L on the picture? Maybe. Where there'll be, where, will there be, will two L's be there? Perhaps.
1: What? It'll be a Christmas surprise.
0: Caroling? <laughs> or caroling? <laughs> um. But, I want to talk we- about some branches Adam of rub
1: that we already have. I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> um, but I'm really only covering three because we have so much time uh only so much time to cover and um that's it. <laughs> first up, Marissa, let's talk some wasseling. Oh, okay, It feels like I've heard this word before, but I've never really known what it was all about. Do you have any idea what it's wassailing was- is?
1: Isn't wassail a drink it, yeah, it's like a spiced drink.
0: Evidently there are two types of wassling the verb. Oh. Going to houses and going to orchards. If you are visiting people's houses while you're wassling, this is a non-covid safe wassel bowl is involved in this process. A group Was goes door to Yeah. A group goes door to door and amidst singing offers the occupant a drink from the wassel bowl in exchange that's
1: disgusting. for gifts doesn't even matter about
0: COVID. Ew. The orchard visiting wassals, uh refers to an ancient custom of visiting orchards in cider-producing regions of England, reciting incantations and singing to the trees to promote a good harvest for the coming year. That, Marissa, yeah. you are more into. Yeah,
1: is this a pagan ritual?
0: One of the things that I thought was hilarious is that they have what's called, one of them, a wassail bowl looks like a goblet. But one of them they had was called a puzzle bowl. And I was like, a puzzle bowl? That sounds weird. What do you put it together? No, it has holes in it. <laughs> so that when you go to take a drink of it, it pours out onto you instead. What? Basically, we're talking about some rowdy motherfuckers this episode. <laughs> what the fuck are you? I, like
1: You're saying words that don't sound like anything.
0: <laughs> Welcome to my life. Okay. Traditionally, the wassail is celebrated on Twelfth Night uh variously on either the fifth or the sixth of January. In the Middle Ages, the wassel was a reciprocal exchange between the feudal lords and their peasants as a form of recipient initiated <laughs> charity giving. <laughs> okay. To be distinguished from begging. This is the point that is made in the song Here We Come A Wassling, when the Wasslers <laughs> Sorry, it's just fun to say that word inform the Lord of the house that Quote, we are not daily beggars that beg from door to door, but we are friendly neighbors whom you have seen before. Here We Come a is has evolved into We Wish You a Merry Christmas, and um, I'm going to answer quite an interesting question about that song as I move on. But let's keep with the lords and the peasants. Uh, The lord of the manor would give food and drink to the peasants in exchange for their blessing and goodwill. Because that's all poor people can afford is blessings and goodwill. Yeah. (laughs) This would be given in the form of a song being sung. So now you are literally dancing for your dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Wassailing is the background practice against which an English carol, such as We Wish You a Merry Christmas, can be made sense of. The carol, that's a real awkward sentence if you guys want to go back ten seconds and listen to that. um. The carol lies in the English tradition where wealthy people of the community gave Christmas treats to the carolers on Christmas Eve, such as, quote-unquote, figgy puddings.
1: Um, I'm sorry, can we take a step back that you might have answered this and I missed it?
0: Yeah, I'll be happy to chastise you.
1: When you're wassailing and you have a wassail bowl, what's in the wassail bowl?
0: Booze, bitch. Oh,
1: okay, I wasn't, yeah, that, okay, got it.
0: Although wassailing is often described as an innocuous and sometimes nostalgic term, the practice in England has not always been considered so innocent. Guys, I want you to know, as I go through the next few sentences, I want you to know that this is interesting. These are people that Marissa would hang out with.
1: <laughs>
0: but I don't know that she would necessarily take place in the events. Okay. Okay. Similar traditions have also been traced to Greece and the country of Georgia. Wasling was associated with rowdy bands of young men who would enter the homes of wealthy neighbors and demand free food and drink. Um, if the householder refused, he was usually cursed, and occasionally his house was vandalized.
1: I would hang out with them and be with them, but not enter the house, but eat the food that they got from
0: the wealthy mm-hmm. people. You would eat the food that they threw in the dumpster.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's just the way that I would rarely ever dumpster dive, but I would eat the dumpster-dived food.
0: Now this is where I really like this, and hopefully the next time you hear the song you'll think of this. Um, mm-hmm. The example of the exchange is seen in their demand for figgy pudding and good cheer, i.e. the wassail beverage uh, without which wassailers <sighs> without which wassailers. Have Fuck them. you for that sentence, dude. <laughs> without um,
2: which
0: and the song will not leave. So, you know this part. We won't go until we get some. We won't go Thank until you. we get some. Oh, so, bring some out here. Yeah. Um. So, basically, it's kind of like a punk jam.
1: I like it. Because
0: they're like, give us our figgy pudding um, and give us good cheer. Otherwise, we're going to vandalize your house.
1: I wish punk rockers back in the day when I would go to hang out with my punk rockers would just like be going and causing havoc just for figgy pudding.
0: <laughs> Such mm-hmm. complaints were also common in the early days of the United States where the practice and its negative connotations had taken root in the early 1800s. It led to efforts from the American merchant class to promote a more sanitized Christmas.
1: Mm. Sounds fun to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does sound pretty fun. But that's not the only culture. We also have heard from Marissa about a paranda That is a Puerto Rican music tradition that takes place in, of all places, Puerto Rico during the Christmas holiday season. Parandas are social events that feature traditional Puerto Rican music, food, and drinks. They are associated with pride for their customs of the traditional Puerto Rican farmer-slash-salesman. Now, for those of you who might be saying, Pete, you just really skipped over that farmer-slash-salesman business real quick. (laughs) Farmers also had to sell their goods. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay. The
0: traditional events have been likened to Christmas caroling, but the contents of the song are secular rather than religious. They are sometimes carried out in the evening, but mostly occur traditionally in the night, even into the wee hours of the morning. The event Ooh. occurs most traditionally as follows. Now, some of you might be like, Pete, has already told us about this. Why are you telling it? Because I'm white.
1: Why? tell you a lot i only told you like little bits so i don't know i've never attended
0: <clears throat> one sadly a group of friends of the homeowner musical instruments in hand arrive at their target house sometime after 10 p.m and then quietly make their way to the porch or as close to it as possible the paranda leader signals everyone to start playing their instruments and singing the music and singing surprises the sleeping dwellers who get up turn on the lights and the inside and outside lights and invite the parand I shoulda really okay hold on <laughs> the paranderos oh i like it into the house once in they are treated to refreshments most homes will be well stocked with refreshments uh and christmas time traditional foods because it's christmas time uh and everyone eats and may also dance as the paranderos uh take turns eating and playing music The party will go on for about an hour or two, after which the residents will join the parandos. Um, I feel like paranderos. There we go. (laughs) I was like, I feel like I missed a syllable in there. (laughs) With their own instruments, if they have them, and then move on to the next target residence. So as the group grows, they try to, like, order the houses that they go to so that the last one they go to will have the most amount of food because they'll have their biggest group by then. Okay. Or they actually head to one of the paranderos' homes, um, you know, because they're sort of, like, in on it, so they know to make a lot of food and stuff, have it already. Yeah. The party will generally uh, be over around dawn, when everyone then wishes everyone else a good night and head to their respective homes so they can go to sleep.
1: Ugh, that sounds so fun.
0: The term... (laughs) Asalto Navideño literally Christmas Assault is used to describe the surprise visit <laughs> when they descend upon their sleeping friends homes to sing Puerto Rican Christmas time songs uh, after they have gone to sleep. So I thought you would really love the inclusion of Christmas Assault.
1: <laughs> yeah for sure. That's, oh, I love everything about that. Oh, I just wish I wish I could spend a Puerto spend a Puerto Rico spend a Christmas in Puerto Rico Oh, it sounds so fun. I wonder if everyone generally... Do you know if, like... So my father used to do this when he was a child. Do you know if this is something that generally is still done by many people to this day, or...
0: Uh, Wikipedia didn't say that. Okay.
1: You don't need to know.
0: (laughs) It was a busy day at work for Sick Pete, so Wikipedia is is my source.
1: (laughs) Just an extra question. That's okay.
0: Uh, um, Next up. This is the whole reason I did this episode. Marissa sort of threw me, threw me a bone, no pun intended, um, for the next part. With... Uh, La paranda? Thank you. And uh, wassling was just like, whatever, it's just to fill some time. Because now we get to the good stuff, guys. Marissa, what are your thoughts on whales, the country, not the animal? We know your thoughts on whales. I don't
1: know, aren't they just like British people?
0: Oh, that's that's something.
1: I don't know. It's part of UK. Am I supposed to have an opinion? On on oh, are they called Welsh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh no. I don't know. I don't know anything. I probably know so little that it's offensive.
0: For some reason I'm afraid of, of Wales and the Welsh. Why? It's probably because of that show that was on Netflix, Hinterland. That's what it was called. Um, in which they explored a bunch of dark crimes that took place in in Wales.
1: Mm.
0: Plus, they don't speak English. And I'm not saying that... They don't? I'm scared because you don't speak English.
1: What do they speak?
0: They speak uh, Welsh? I don't know.
1: Why am I so dumb?
0: So... <clears throat> I thought
1: they just spoke British English.
0: They have a bunch of customs, one of which is the Matty Lloyd. It, is that the accent
1: you're supposed
0: to have? Yeah.
2: I like Because
0: you spell it M-A-R-I-L-W-Y-D. This is another thing that creeps me out about Welsh. They don't use a lot of uh, nat- like vowels all the time in their words. Love it. <laughs> so the Matty Lloyd itself consists of a horse's skull that is decorated with ribbons and affixed oh, to yeah. a pole...
1: Oh, yeah.
0: In the back of the skull is attached a white sheet, which drapes down to conceal both the pole and the individual carrying the device. On occasion, the horse's head is represented not by a skull, but instead made of wood or even paper, if a skull is not available. Okay. If a skull is not available.
1: (laughs) They will procure one.
0: In some instances, the horse's jaw was able to open and close as a result of a string or lever attached to it, and there are accounts of pieces of glass being affixed into the eye sockets of some examples.
1: I can't wait to know why this
0: happened. Representing eyes. An observer of the tradition as it was performed at a town that I'm not going to try to say, during the 19th century noted that the preparation for the activity was a communal event, with many locals involving themselves in decorating the Mary Lloyd. Mercy, you seem really into the horse skull, but not into a live horse.
1: No, absolutely not. Uh,
0: the Matty Lloyd don't Custom.
1: Explain that.
0: <clears throat> the Matty Lloyd Custom was performed during winter festivities, specifically around the dates of Christmas and New Year.
1: I'm sorry, did you explain why? I didn't hear why. No. Okay.
0: I don't know if I have a why, okay?
1: Pete, no! I need to know why! That's so fucked weird. I
0: got so bored with the history, <laughs> and I may have skipped it. Okay. The precise date on which the custom is performed varies between villages, and in a number of case- cases, the custom is carried out for several consecutive nights.
1: Oh, why are Americans the only ones that just, like, just have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? Why can't we just have, like, 12 days of Christmas?
0: Um, going back to capitalism.
1: Yeah. Stupid. Puerto Ricans have Three Kings Day also. We should at least have that as well. Anyway.
0: Oh my gosh, for the first time ever in my time working at my job, Mm -hmm. they're not having classes on Martin Luther King Day.
1: Wow!
0: Oh, oh, but wait, Marissa. They're open and I still have to go to work.
1: (laughs) Okay. That's cool. I didn't even know you were... I thought you at least had to offer like a floating holiday, or you had to be a startup that no one knew existed. I didn't think, like, an established place like that could do that without an uproar, but okay.
0: The Maddie Lloyd would approach a house and uh, sing a song in which they requested admittance to the house. The inhabitants of the house would then offer excuses for why the team could not enter. The team, of course, is the person holding the horse head and their uh. friends around them who have musical instruments and are singing. yeah. The party would then sing a second verse and debate between the two sides. This is too much. I like this because it reminds me of a rap battle. (laughs) Uh, They would continue until the house's inhabitants ran out of ideas, at which point they were obliged to allow the party to enter and provide them with ale and food.
1: I would just be like, we know how this goes every year. (laughs) Just let me in. This is stupid.
0: There are thoughts that this is a pre-Christian tradition, that was believed to bring good luck in the new year
1: yeah no shit it's a pre-christian tradition how in the fuck can you try and can, 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 like connect this to by the
0: Christian? way you didn't ask why they have a paranda
1: <laughs> because it's singing and dancing but there's no like
0: this is singing, singing and, dancing.
1: and dancing Singing and dancing is like everyone likes singing and dancing everyone doesn't like <clears> spooky <throat> things
0: Anyway. eventually it fell out of style because of Christians in 1802 the harpist Edward Jones not to be confused with the financial company published a book in which he lamented the destructive impact of Christian preachers were having on Welsh folk customs which they were oh. criticizing as sinful in his view quote, the consequence is Wales which was formerly one of the merriest and happiest countries in the world is now oh. becoming one of the dullest That's so sad. But there was a resurgence of this practice, even up to today. During the 1980s, uh, revived forms of the Matty Lloyd tradition emerged um, in, again, a bunch of cities, I'm not going to try to say. All of which were... uh, Wait, why did I keep this part in here? (laughs) I can't say any of these words.
1: Oh, you want me to say them?
0: In 1990... Wait, no, that's just using more places. This was towards the end of the day when I didn't get a chance to look at any of this. Oh, oh, this is why I wanted to keep this part in. Okay, so basically it starts to sort of groundswell locally and then more and more towns and countries and cities and stuff. I I don't know why I said countries. Someone (laughs) believed that the custom re-emerged because... People sought to reaffirm their sense of cultural identity during the termination of their traditional industries, and partly because of the Welsh Folk Museum that was located in the area where things started to sort of like come up um, more oh. widely uh they believed that the rival the, sorry the revival <laughs> of the Matty Lloyd was in part due to quote forces of local patriotism, which That's sounds good. bad
1: cool. why are the goth kids not? taking to doing their part
0: because they're too full of uh, Krampus bullshit
1: Krampus yeah, ain't is, the
0: only guy guys
1: this is way cooler and weirder <laughs> Krampus is
0: whatever so go on out and get yourself a horse head melt Maybe all I- the flesh of, off of it so now you have a horse skull Marissa here are some artist depictions of the Matty Lloyd. <laughs>
1: ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh ooh I like that
0: and this one is more your style. I feel like you could draw this if you had been in one of these festivals.
1: Ooh-hoo. Oh, my gosh. I love a dead horse more than a real horse. <laughs> this is so cool.
0: Look, they have fixed antlers and holly. It's cute. I love it.
1: He has like a little swirl. Oh, this one's cool. I, you should use that for the for the cover image.
0: So that's a little bit about the body Lloyd la paranda, and (laughs) wasseling. Hey, you know what else I learned? That pudding doesn't necessarily mean pudding.
1: Oh, I know, Pete. Have you (laughs) never, have we never discussed Christmas pudding? No. Yeah, it could take all sorts of weird
2: forms.
0: I learned that during the Great British Baking Show. Because they kept saying, you're going to make a pudding for the next round, and I was like, what the hell? And then the (laughs) results came out and I'm like, that does not look like pudding. (laughs) You guys all messed up. You're gonna like all fail this challenge.
1: (laughs) Fun fact, today I just got a bunch of herbs delivered because I am going to try and make a tea that tastes like traditional Christmas figgy pudding. Will I fail? I don't know. But we'll see.
0: This is coming from the lady who likes fakey pudding and fruitcake.
1: Oh fuck! I love fruitcake. Oh, don't even get me started. Um. Also, me and my family don't know what to do for Christmas this year because we're not going to a party. Maybe we should resurrect the Maddie Lloyd.
0: Yeah. Should like do that. all three of them.
1: Uh, my carry, man, he-
0: carry a drinking bowl. Okay. Your dad can wear a horse head. <laughs> and. uh what was the other one? Uh, oh, yeah, and you just have to sneak up and sing songs in Spanish.
1: <laughs> Fun <clears throat> fact uh, my aunt, who usually has the Christmas party, um, used to, her neighbor used to be these people who <laughs> wore robes and sacrificed animals and did rituals every week. And one day, my aunt of horse headed her yard. <laughs> anyway. That's funny. Oh,
0: yeah. Funny. It's funny because I'm imagining, like, the. Like, uh. Like, one person goes to pass it to the other one, and just, like, <laughs> it slips out of their hand, and they're all, like, r- <laughs> reaching for it, and it's like. Buh, 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 and then it just phew, topples over the fence, and they're like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> you go get it. No, you go get it. <laughs>
1: bad that those neighbors don't live there anymore, but I have visited my aunt when those neighbors were there, and boy, were there a lot of screaming animals. Things that sounded like what I imagined dinosaurs sounded like. (gasps) Anyway, (laughs) interesting, Pete, thank you. These are things I had never heard of.
0: I, uh, wanted to do a better job at researching, but
1: life gets in the way
0: sometimes, guys.
1: Your bad research is way better than my bad research, I'll tell you that. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did you take a COVID test?
0: No. I don't need a COVID <sighs> test. I have a, I have a cold.
1: Oh, well, sorry. Anyway, I hope you feel better regardless.
0: If I was in England, then I could take a COVID test. What
1: does that mean?
0: In England, you just have COVID tests at home. And if you think you have COVID, you could just take it.
1: Oh, you just buy one at CVS. No. I have COVID tests in my house that I bought from CVS. It's
0: a social right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, plugs. Yeah, do you have any plugs?
0: I'm plugging puffs. For a nose in need, try puffs indeed.
1: Oh, is there ones with like Vicks on them? No, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) I tried those the other day and I just kept sniffing them. It was so good.
0: I do have uh, uh, cough drops with Vicks in them. Not Um, the same. No, I'm interested to hear from our listeners. 570-PODWOD1 is our phone number. You're welcome to call at any point to leave a message or text or whatever the fuck you want. But basically, sometimes I'm kind of like, why do I want lotion and Vicks in my tissue? I want but a dry tissue so that I can fill it with soft. snot.
1: You don't get chapped noses a lot, do you? No, I do. <laughs> so then why wouldn't you understand?
0: Because... I just don't. You're a fool. I'm I'm a fool. I'm a fool. (laughs) fool. I will wear this badge. What? I will wear this badge. Buy our shirts at T Public. Buy the I'm a fool (laughs) T-shirt. With just a big Uh, red nose on it.
1: (laughs) I like it. Um, I'm gonna plug (laughs) at-home COVID tests. So if you're like, do I have a cold? You just Get the COVID test from Walgreens or CVS. It's cold season. Nope. I don't know. I'm not shaming you. I was saying, you're like, oh, what if I was in the UK? Yeah. But just some, let everyone know you can get COVID test at CVS.
0: Yeah, you got to pay for it.
1: Well, you, okay, yes, you're right. Uh, yeah, actually, I have two things of COVID tests. And That's COVID how
0: rich Marissa is, guys.
1: And they cost 30 bucks each, so yes, I have $60 worth of COVID tests in my house.
0: She won't I give a damn it. cent to the, to the Patreon.
1: <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't give money to my own Patreon. <laughs> Fun fact, if you missed it, he inexplicably gives money to our own Patreon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's actually... His version of a 401k. <laughs>
0: yep, I can't wait to retire on this.
1: <laughs> anyway, guys. Um, yeah, like you said, call us at 570-PODWOD1. Um,
0: yeah. You can find us on Facebook. Yeah, you
1: can find can us find
0: on us- oh. Twitter.
1: <laughs> you can sign into my DM <coughs> at Vandal.
0: You can email us at shout at heard dot me haven't gotten one since Michael Stinson helped us test it out.
1: Yeah, oops. Uh, Yeah, guys, stay warm, stay safe, stay healthy.
0: And stay tuned.
1: Oh! Wait, no, no, no. No!
0: No! Stop!
1: If you've never heard my fantasy football episodes on Patreon before, this is out of context. This is usually for the Patreon, but I stopped doing these Patreon episodes. But I just want to let you know, I am I think I have annoyed everyone because I am so stupid. Like, I don't know anything What's
0: your username anymore.
1: now? Uh... Evelyn. I stopped making them, like, unhinged. I think. Wait, let me check. Is it Evelyn? Um... I
0: think yeah. you should make it Slayoffs. Ha!
1: <laughs> 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 okay. Okay, you know what? Changing that today. Uh... Yeah, I only know one person who is in the playoffs with me. No idea who else. Uh... Um... Oh, maybe that guy that I always need to beat
0: might be in it. I'm not sure.
1: But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm man, excited. And
0: imagine if he's not, though. Oh, You've man. already won.
1: I know. I know. I already feel like I've won. I mean, I'm two spots ahead of him regardless. And um, so apparently there was this thing you could do all year. Not all year. All season where you could. I guess we had, like, I just didn't understand it. At the beginning, he was like, you all have $100 to bid on players but in my mind i was like whose money is that i still don't understand whose money that is but because of that i never bid on players so all these people were like bidding to get good players and here i am just using whatever shit i don't even know and i made (sighs) it to the playoffs so i'm very proud of myself that's all
0: and for the playoffs can you bid on any uh leftover players
1: i mean, i guess so i just need to figure out how to do that yeah. maybe i don't know <laughs> but uh
0: slide into marissa's yeah. dms if you know how to use fantasy football software
1: <clears throat> yeah so typically if you know how to, how to do the, the the bidding i'm not asking for any more help on my lineup because everyone's like oh you're cheating and i'm like i haven't asked for help since like the fourth season and i started doing better when i stopped was it stated in
0: the rules that you can't seek help from others
1: no and that's why i'm like like someone gotta wasn't rip. wasn't
0: recruiting you into this a scam in its own right because you don't know what yeah. you're doing
1: i was like i don't know what i'm doing and during the the what the, the the draft i was like someone needs to help me and i told them all my boyfriend was helping me and yet today i was like oh i made it to the playoffs and someone was like oh but you had people helping you so it's like cheating what's the point point? and and, like, they have such a serious tone. And I was like, football, you're not even in my fantasy football league. <laughs> like, who cares? Second of all, shut up.
0: Third of all, stuff it.
1: Yeah, up your butts. You numerous ones. Okay, bye! Bye! Oh,